As we read the gospel records, we read eyewitness accounts of the life and ministry of the Lord Jesus. In a sense, the gospels are just the beginning of Christ's work. The adventure continues in the book of Acts. In this study with Scott Pauley, we consider the continuing work of Christ through the Holy Spirit, who works through the apostles and the New Testament church. Now, let's get in on the adventure. Mark my words, anytime God is blessing, Satan is fighting. In Acts chapter number 5, the Lord is on the move. People are being saved and folks are being healed, their life being changed. The church is growing, and wouldn't you know it, that's the very moment where the devil pokes his ugly head up. He always does, and very often he does it through religious people. At least that's what we find in the example of Acts chapter 5. The Bible says in verse 17, Then the high priest rose up, and all they that were with him, which is the sect of the Sadducees, and were filled with indignation. Now, wait a minute. Why on earth would they be upset that God was blessing that the Lord was working. The answer is that they had their own agenda. They wanted what they wanted, not what God wanted. You'll notice that the leader of this particular group was the high priest himself, the most elite, the most educated, the most revered among them. And yet, my friend, the only high priest that really matters now is our great high priest who's passed into the heavens. That's the Lord Jesus Christ. What does Jesus want? That's the thing that matters. I do find it fascinating here in the parenthesis that the high priest is is connected to the Sadducees. You see, uh, the, the Pharisees, who really were the most religious of the Jewish people, and the Sadducees hated one another. They had very little to do with one another, and yet here they are united. They are united in their common hatred for Jesus Christ. It's very telling what people get worked up about, very revealing what people oppose. And so uh, these people say, we we don't like what's going on. They were filled with indignation. And the Bible says in verse 18, they laid their hands on the apostles and put them in the common prison. But the angel of the Lord by night opened the prison doors and brought them forth and said, go, stand and speak in the temple to the people, all the words of this life. For a few moments today, I want you to consider with me the Lord who opens prison doors. You ever feel like you're in prison, like you're bound up, uh, locked up somewhere? Sometimes people are locked up rightfully. I mean by that because of their sin, because of crimes, and there is the necessity of that. Uh, Sometimes there are people in parts of our world who are locked up for preaching the gospel as the apostles were. We know very little about that kind of persecution, and sometimes just circumstantially you feel like you're bound up, you're in bondage. You'll remember when the Lord Jesus Christ came, he came preaching deliverance to the captives. I think it's interesting to observe that there are three occasions in the book of Acts where the Lord opened the prison doors. The first is here in Acts chapter number 5, Uh, These doors were opened as these apostles were preaching the word of God. So if you want to see the Lord open the prison doors, if you want to see the Lord break through and do something out of the ordinary, just keep preaching the gospel. There's power in the name of Jesus Christ. There's power in the preaching of the truth. This is not the time to cower in the corner. This is not the time to get 
tentative and hesitant, this is the time to stand up and speak out and know that the God who is at work in the public place is also at work in the prison house. The second occasion where the Lord opened prison doors is found just a couple chapters over in Acts chapter number 12. This was the famous occasion where Herod locks Peter up in prison. You remember the story. He'd already beheaded James, and so now he takes Peter, puts him in the prison, and yet while Peter is in prison, there's a group of people that are praying for him. Praise God for praying people. And the Bible says in Acts chapter number 12, verse number 7, that the angel of the Lord came upon him, a light shined in the prison, and he smote Peter on the side and raised him up, saying, Arise up quickly, and his chains fell off from his hands. And the angel said unto him, Gird thyself and bind on thy sandals. And so he did. And, of course, the rest of the story is that the angel, just very casually, it would seem, leads Peter right out the prison, right out into the, the quiet city street in the middle of the night, and Peter finds his way back to the place of prayer to report on God's miraculous deliverance. So uh, the Lord opens prison doors not only as we preach, but the Lord opens prison doors as we pray. Uh, do you have some great need? Do you know someone in great need? Friend, don't give up praying. Uh, don't stop just before the breakthrough. Don't, uh, don't cease your petition and your intercession just on the brink of what God is about to do. Keep on praying. The songwriter years ago wrote, Keep on praying till light breaks through. The Lord will answer. He'll answer you. And I believe that. And so I would encourage you, keep preaching and keep praying, and you'll see the Lord open the prison doors. And then the third occasion in the book of Acts where the prison doors open is in Acts chapter number 16. Paul and Silas are shut up in jail in the middle of the night. What does the Bible say? We jump right to the earthquake, don't we? We jump right to the, to the answer to prayer. But listen to Acts chapter 16, verse 25. At midnight, Paul and Silas prayed, so they're praying just like they were in Acts 12, and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. So the Lord opens prison doors, first as we preach, second as we pray, and third as we praise. Old Lester Roloff said, sometimes you can praise your way through things you can't pray your way through. Uh, maybe you're begging God and asking the Lord to do something out of the ordinary. Uh, turn your prayer into praise today. Turn your asking into adoration. Begin just to give God thanks right where you are. Many times the greatest expression of faith is not petition, but praise. So as you praise the Lord, God will do what only God can do. The Lord opens prison doors as we preach, as we pray, and as we praise. May I show you what all three of these incidents have in common? First, they're always at night, always in the nighttime hours, in the dark times. Maybe that's where you're living right now, and I don't mean time of day, I mean, perhaps the sun seems to be hidden behind the clouds. The shadows have fallen. The, the nighttime of life has come. Let me just remind you, our God works the night shift, and the Lord opens prison doors at night. Then they were always open through God's power alone. Uh, the, the people were not prying prison doors open. That wasn't being done from the inside or from the outside. It was being done from the upside. The Lord himself through his own mighty power, opens the prison doors. So whatever it is you're, you're stuck in today, wherever 
you find yourself, whatever situation you're bemoaning at this moment, know this, you can't change it and others can't change it, but God can and God will as you simply obey him in the preaching of the gospel, in the praying, and in the praising. And then please don't miss this. In all three occasions, Acts 5, Acts 12, and Acts 16, God opened prison doors for one purpose, and that was for the propagation of the gospel. He wanted others to come to know him. In every instance, when the prison doors opened, what did they do? They witnessed. They spoke. You see, what God is really after is not open prison doors, it's open hearts. In fact, what we should be praying for today is not that God would get us out of situations, but rather that God would bring us into gospel opportunities. And I would remind you of this. It's not always God's will that every prison door open. John the Baptist could tell you that. Paul could testify of that. But whether the Lord leaves you in the prison or opens the prison door, know this, it is always for the divine purpose. It is always for others to come to know him. Praise God. He is the Lord who knows where we are, who meets us there and who opens prison doors. The same is true today as it was then. The Lord is at work in this world through His Holy Spirit, drawing people to Himself. What a privilege as God's children to be a part of what God is doing in this world today. If you'll visit enjoyingthejourney.org, you will find many resources that will equip you as you walk with the Lord. You will find previous podcast series and episodes, full-length Bible messages, and a topical search engine that will aid you in studying Bible subjects. If this podcast is a blessing to you, we hope you will share it with a friend. Be sure to join us on the next episode of this continuing adventure through the book of Acts.